All right, we are back live at the Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute this morning. It is Heart Pledge Day here on 630 Chet. You can call 780-407-2200 or 1-866-407-2211. Or you can donate online at heartpledgeday.com. CA. Lots of ways that you can contribute, and that's, of course, what we're asking you to do in order to keep uh, so much specialized and uh, incredibly advanced diagnostic equipment here at exactly, the Exactly, yeah. And uh, we've talked to doctors, and we've talked to patients, and um, we're also talking to some of the people who help make this happen. We rely on corporate support to make this work, and uh, Durabelt Windows and Doors is one of the groups that's helping out this hour, sponsored by them. And uh, we are thrilled to have a couple of representatives of Durabelt with us here this morning. We have Jeff Ward, who is the Director of Business Development and Marketing, and Cheryl Balin, the Executive Assistant to the President, Harry Sunner. So thank you both for coming in this morning. Great to be here. I'm going to share the mic. Um, yeah. Durabelt, why does Durabelt decide to get involved with this initiative? Why is this important to you? Well, it started back in 2005 with the Healing Gardens. And then about five years ago, the company, uh, one of our core values is caring. Mm -hmm. So it made sense that, you know, it's not just caring for your employees and for your customers. It's about caring for the community. So it was quite easy for us. And it's been an awesome event. Every year it grows in our company. And February is a very special month for the company. Excellent. Um, February because of Heart Pledge Month? Absolutely, yeah. It's not just Valentine's. That's right. That's right. But it does all kind of tie in together, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. There's a heart involved. Yep. Well, uh, talk a bit about giving back to the community in Durban. Why you think that's important is something that is important as far as your company's values. Yeah, you can imagine then 30 years in, in Edmonton, how much the community has given to us, given to the ownership, Joe and Harry Sunner. So why not give back, right? And we employ about 300 uh, Edmontonians. So it's really important that to be involved in the community. So again, part of our core values, the company. And I'm sure some of your employees, I mean, have had an experience yep. of some kind with the mass. I and mean, it's just, it's such, it's so commonly used here, right? Yes, that's right. Um, we, we, the Alberta, Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute um, has um, given us that opportunity to, the, the platform to uh, give back to the community and um, we just want to strike back and balance out that growth and giving towards the community and it has been a great experience so far and um, it is humble to it's a humble feeling to be part of something yeah. big mm-hmm. and yeah it well said. Yeah, yeah, they just do such incredible work, right? And if you can get, if you can just be involved in some level as a corporate sponsor, or as mm-hmm. a donor, or in some way, just to know that you're contributing to something that's just yeah. world class, right? Yes. I mean, it's just it's far it's more so memorable yeah. than any other experience. Yeah, we talked happy. to Theodore about that. Like he says, you, you make other people happy, it makes you happy, yes, right? It and gives so a self, it boosts of self-esteem and um, accomplishment to yourself mm-hmm. to just be able to give back your time or to donate back to the community. Do either of you have a, a personal cause or, or a personal um, connection to the mass? Not personally, but um, back home, my mom suffers from a heart disease. Ah, okay. So she has a minor hole in the back of her heart, but t- throughout these years, it hasn't actually aggravated. Okay. So it's well, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah, she's just on maintenance, which is nice. So, I'm sure, when you say back home, you mean Philippines. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then you know the comparisons of what having a treatment center like this is compared yes. to a, a situation where the the options are very limited, right? Yes. Yes. Wow. Of course. 
so being part of the community, though, we, we all know somebody. I mean, I, I've got family members that have come through this facility. Yeah. And I'm sure you do, too. Yeah, not not here. Actually, my father passed about two years ago with a heart issue. And, boy, he's back in Winnipeg. I would have loved the fact that we would have had a yeah. hospital like the Maz mm-hmm. to get some early detection because we really didn't get there early course, enough. Yeah. But I have to say, Cheryl and I, a couple of years ago, had the great honor and pleasure to actually watch open heart surgery here. Really? What? Yeah, we had they put the Tell they, us everything, Jeff. Well they, well, they put the gowns on us. We didn't go right in the in the operating yeah. area, but we, we were actually able to watch it on a TV and watch that watch the people working around them and it was just wow. fascinating. And to think that, you know, it almost looked like it was a TV channel, but no, it right, was yeah. real life happening that day. I so, bet it would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it already was. And How many not... people were in there? Well, I think there was about ten around oh, the around the patient and there was about eight of us out there up you know looking at the TV. So uh, it was a lot of fun. That's wow. unbelievable. Yeah, and it's I, just, uh, I just can't believe the skill level of the people that are actually you know. able to do these surgeries, let alone in an environment where you're being watched, and then the aftercare too. I mean, these are these are like very kind-hearted, sensitive human beings that understand not only how to perform a procedure like that, but also care for the patient afterwards. It's just incredible what they do. Yeah, it really is. I mean, earlier this morning, I, I listened to you guys uh, interviewing a doctor who was just casually saying, I'm going in to do yeah. heart surgery. Yeah, he's the smartest <laughs> yeah. guy we've ever talked to you on the show. Blue. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Am I second then, or pretty close? Okay, pretty close. yeah, you're right out there. <laughs> Maybe no, 18 years of schooling he had in both secondary. Yeah. He's a chemical engineer. He runs a research lab, and he, and he does cardiac open heart surgery on the side. It's no yeah. big deal. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, yeah. And, but those are the kind of people that are here. And, Absolutely, world class. And that's what this campaign is all about. And uh, thank you guys so much for being involved in it too. Oh, it's our pleasure. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about Durabilt and what you guys do in the community if someone isn't, isn't familiar. Yeah, well, we're a window and door manufacturer. Been 30 years in the business and uh, we supply to contractors and and uh, and uh, custom home builders and uh, volume home builders and also consumers so we go into people's homes and okay. make their house warmer and just to match their heart I guess right yeah, yeah. Exactly. so a big big Part reach in the community big reach in the community and then we also uh, have branches across Western Canada as well so but this is home base for the family this is home base for durable families so uh, yeah again it's treated us very well well, thank you for helping support uh, the Mazankowski. Great yeah. to have you guys on with us. Thanks so much. It's our pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank yeah. You thank so you much. so much. And uh, this hour is brought to you by Durable Windows and Doors. Uh, Six thirty, Chet's Heart Pledge Day at the Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute. If you would like to donate, seven eight zero four zero seven two two zero zero or one eight six six four zero seven two two one one, or you can do so online at heartpledgeday.ca. And we are back live from the Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute for 630 Chet's Heart Pledge Day, raising funds for this amazing, amazing facility right on the University of Alberta Hospital campus. Uh, if you would like to donate, 780-407-2200, 1-866-407-2211, or you can do so online at heartpledgeday.ca. We mentioned that there was a bit of an incentive for donors last hour. You would get a the exclusive gift of that uh, custom Build-A-Bear Dr. Bunny. Just so cool. For a donation of $500. It's just the cutest thing and it, you can personalize it and get it engraved with your name or whoever it is that you're donating it to or in support yeah, exactly. of. Uh, so big shout out to Terry M and Colleen S. Both of them donated $500 last hour and they're both wow. going to receive that exclusive gift and Colleen is actually going to donate her stuff money to Santa's Anonymous. So. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, I mean thank you listeners, guys. you just are good people. Yeah, Terry and Colleen, thank you both so much. Um, that's fantastic. And thank you everyone that's donated. Whatever it is that you can contribute. Yeah, whatever you've been able to pitch in, we appreciate 
appreciated. And we've been sharing stories throughout the morning of the people that have gone through the Maz and, and just the, the, the reason that you're sending those donations in, what it is that we're supporting here. So we're going to talk right now to uh, our friend Jason Tetro. You know him as the host of the Super Awesome Science Show, the podcast on Curious Cast, winner of the Canadian Podcast Awards, second year in a row. No big deal, Jason. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Nicely done. Wow. And, yeah. And uh, you've been through the mass not not that long ago. No, it was uh, November 20th, and um, it was just a regular day for me. Uh, I did my, you know, I did some recording for the show, uh, talked to some of my colleagues, um, went home, did my usual workout, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I've got this pain in my chest, and I'm going, hmm, you know, I haven't had anything bad to eat. I don't think it's indigestion. Uh, and, and I don't live too far away from the mass, so I thought, okay, well, let's just go in there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm of that age. I'm 48 at the time. And so I went in, we did a ECG, and within a few minutes after that, uh, they're prepping me because I'm in the middle of having a massive heart attack. Wow. Yeah. What does that feel like to find to, to, to learn that that's what, what it's going on? Is it surreal? <laughs> it's, it's a blur yeah. because essentially you're, you're just sitting there in the emergency room. We all know what it feels like to sit in an emergency oh, room, yes. right? Yeah, you're just yeah. going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. And then they show up with a, a wheelchair and they're like, you, <laughs> you're coming with us right now. Oh, my gosh. And before you know it, I'm going from the hospital into the Mazankowski Institute. And as soon as you know that, you know that there's a problem with your heart. Yeah. But more importantly, you know you're in good hands. Yes. Yes, okay, and we've talked a lot about the the specialized treatment and the care and all of the amazing work that they're able to accomplish here, but tell us a little bit about that moment of being so afraid. What kind of support did you feel being at the mass? Well, the funny thing is, is I didn't really feel afraid. I mean, as a scientist, as a you know, microbiologist, immunologist, I, I kind of have an idea as to what goes on with the body, right? I'm not a cardiac specialist. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a bit of a learning experience to find out what exactly was going on with my body. And then when I found out that the person who was going to be performing the procedure is not only you know, a, a, an excellent researcher himself, but also the leading person <laughs> to, to actually do these technologies and these techniques, I was like, okay, well, I'm in really good hands. So I just sat back and I learned while the procedures were happening. And so throughout my process, uh, through you know, the catheterization, the, uh, the angioplasty, um, the, the ICU, and even into recovery, it was a learning process for me. And, you know, it's funny. People will probably say, oh, my God, Jason, you were having a heart attack. How can you see it as learning? That's because exactly you're so calm. You're so comfortable knowing that the people who are taking care of you here are so good at what they do. They're so knowledgeable at what they do. And they make you feel like you're being taken care of as opposed to simply being an emergency case that should be on some television show. Wow. So back up here. You're in perfect health. Everything's fine. No issues at all. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're getting prepped for surgery. Yeah. Now, I've heard that um, there are some people who probably think that exercise can lead to heart attacks. And unfortunately, I'm kind of one of those people. But what I will tell you is that the rehab center that's part of the Mazankowski has been really helping me to understand that what I was doing beforehand, which was, you know, trying to be like Dwayne The Rock Johnson and and all these, you know, super power, et cetera, et cetera. eh, 48, you might not want to be doing that. (laughs) So now I'm learning how to do more endurance, uh, you know, running an an endurance race. It's it's more about the long term than it is about the short term high. And this is a transition that men will go through. uh, And, and of course, women also uh, different ages, of course. But as you go through that, you start to learn that, yes, 
a long haul perspective is a much better way. But I had to go through the rehab in order to do this. And I just actually finished my rehab stint uh, two months yesterday. And just in my exit interview, that was the one thing that really came across was that not only was I fortunate to have come to the Mazankowski, but now I have an opportunity to learn how to live my life for the next 50 years mm -hmm. in a way that's going to be healthy. Right. But you're still going to do exercise, right? Me? Yeah. Uh, why start now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all take different lessons of some kind. Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't so, want a heart so, attack. Uh, so, so the, the people at the rehab, I think Shay might actually be one of these good cases for you to have brought in. Yeah. But it sounds like, Jason, what you're saying is that they kind of prepared you for, you know, tools for the next 50 years of your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that we're learning a, a lot more, and, and, you know, as a researcher, I get to read the papers. That's how I know that, you know, the people who are here at the Mazankowski are the ones who are writing the papers. Right, They're yeah, leading yeah. the yes. way. Uh, I have a, a, a general physician who actually helped to write the cardiac guidelines, right? Wow. And, and so when you become part of the MAS, you're becoming part of the world's leading institute. Yeah. Okay? And so... Um, as a researcher, uh, you, you probably know that in order for us to be able to do that, we kind of have to keep up with everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. That's the thing. So, um, you know, when, when you hear about that, it's great that we're at the, you know, we're leading right now, but we're going to have to continue figuring out how we're going to be able to lead. And that's really where, uh, you know, pledge day, the donations, that type of things come in. Because for me, I felt calm and I felt comfortable, but I'm also a researcher. Right. I, I've been doing this all of my life. For the person who is simply feeling that chest pain that comes in, right, right, they're going to be scared. Yep. And knowing that the Mazankowski is the place where you want to be anywhere in the world, and I mean, I come from Toronto, <laughs> just like I'd rather be here than any of those places in Toronto. Um, it, it will give everybody that sense. Yeah. But in order to do that, we need to be sure that they are properly funded so that they can keep doing the research. They can still be at the leading edge, and they can make you feel calm at the forefront of basically cardiac care. Well said, Jason. This yeah. is why this guy has an award-winning exactly. podcast. Man, oh, man. <laughs> but, you know, in talking to a surgeon this morning, he was pointing out the fact that not only is it difficult to stay in front of any medical yeah. discipline, but heart the advances that are happening in this cardiac care area are just so rapid. Oh, I know. And, and you know, this may sound a little morbid to the people out there, but because uh, I... You know, microbiology, immunology, when I was learning about the cardiac, they were all kind of, uh, you know, playing a little joking with me up in the ICU that I'm learning how to be a cardiac surgeon without ever actually going to college. <laughs> um, I'm not going to be doing any kind of open heart, just so anyone knows. But at the end of the day, it gives you a real interesting perspective so that not only do you feel comfortable when you're sort of in the situation or when you're, you know, realizing that this could possibly happen to you. Yeah. And I guess I think it's one in four people. That's right be impacted right. by this but more importantly and i stress this when you're watching nurses on global television right you actually know what those machines are yeah exactly right <laughs> you know what is going on and it let me tell you something that is so incredible the knowledge that you get out of learning what is going on is incredible because then you know you're comfortable moving forward because you know that that fear of the unknown is taken away totally that's that's 
invaluable. You can't put a price tag on that. No, you right? can't. No. That reassurance that you're where you need to be. Yeah, and, and I mean, and I, from my perspective, I mean, that's what I do at my show, the Super sure. Awesome Science Show, is I'm trying to make you comfortable with science so you're not afraid of it. Yeah. But more importantly, what I hope to do is give you that incentive to be able to go out and look at the real world in a different light. You know, with me, it's knowledge about science. With the Mazankowski, it's knowledge about how to have proper cardiac care. Right. Right? And continue exactly. care. Yeah. Exactly. Once you've been through it. So heartpledgeday.ca to go online and make a donation. Jason, uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. We have about one minute left with you. How are you doing now? I'm doing great. It's just been two months, you said yesterday? Yeah, so three months yesterday, okay. um, and I just finished a two-month rehab stint. Okay. Uh, you, you, it's just amazing. <laughs> it is the best thing in the world. But more importantly, it, uh, it, it's given me the opportunity to sort of come back. Uh, we're going to be doing season two of the Super Awesome Science Show, and what I'm really hoping to do is the first show, we're going to talk about heart attacks, we're going to talk about oh, cardiac okay. care, and we're going to talk to some of the people who saved my life so that you can understand exactly what it feels like, but more importantly, not to be scared, but be comfortable. Awesome message. Great idea. Jason Tetro, thank you so much for being on with us this morning. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. It, it was great. great. Stuff. Thank you so much. 780-407-2200-1-866-407-2211, or you can donate online at heartpledgeday.ca. It is 630 Chet Heart Pledge Day here from the Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute, and uh, we'll be here for another half an hour. Then Krishit is going to show up. Uh-huh. Uh, Jalen will be back at 2 o'clock this afternoon until 6, so you have lots of opportunities to donate, but might as well do it now. Yeah, we'll be taking your donations all throughout the day until 6 o'clock. So whatever it is that you can contribute, it goes such a long way. Heartpledgeday.ca. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.